What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your host, Megan Suzanne. Today we are talking about communion. Come. <laughs> oh dear. Oh yep. boy. That's where oh we're starting. Oh, yep. You know, I think I got out three hours of sleep last night. How much sleep did you get last night? Mm, about that. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know what's going to happen on this show today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it mm-hmm. could be pretty dicey. I'm just telling all the people we could be a little punchy. Uh, <laughs> clearly, we're starting with uh, like some kind of accent that I mm-hmm. is a bit muddled for me. <laughs> what? That was that was Eliza Dumas. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I know. liked it. I liked it. I, I, You know what I love? This is what's true about that. I love it that it doesn't matter that um, your accents, you'll you'll keep trying with your accents no matter what, right? Like, because I suck at accents, and so therefore I just don't do them. But you are, just will keep trying. And, like, sometimes it's really good and sometimes not so good. Um, but you never give up. <laughs> I appreciate that mm-hmm. a lot. Yes, yes. I, again, back to my motto, never quit, never stop, never give up. That's motto. And that is inclusive with accent. Because mm-hmm. the truth is is that I have so many, like, I don't know, like I'm such a random particulate on this planet. Like I just, my energy changes and just, so quickly, you know, so it's like really hard for me to stay in one accent anyway, if I can get it in the place, but it doesn't mean I should stop trying. No, no. (laughs) I've always loved people who did accents really well. And I thought, you know how sometimes like I, we say you spot it, you got it. I don't think I got that, but um, (laughs) I spotted it. But I don't think I got it. So you know what? I don't. <laughs> I, I don't even. Trying. Yeah, keep trying, love. And I don't know how we're gonna segue this into our actual topic for today. Oh, watch me um, do it. Watch <laughs> me do it because that is something I am good at. I know. So go for it, babe. <laughs> well, with regards to you spot it, you got it. That really is a great segue into our show because we um, titled the show "The Fifth Agreement." And some of you, uh, if, it, if you've been in consciousness more than 10 minutes, you know the book The Four Agreements by Gabriel Garcia Ruiz. Ruiz. And he talks about basically life is really simple. 
these four energetic agreements that if you keep them, that life works. And the second agreement is don't take personal. It's not personal, right? And what he says in there is basically, this is me paraphrasing. Like we're always thinking that people do things to us. It's like, I can't believe you said that or did that, right? But it's like they don't do it to you. They just do it. People just do shit. They don't do it to you. If they're not thinking, like, you know, they don't wake up in the morning going, oh, how can I make Janet's life miserable? Hmm, let me think. I'm going to journal about that. Like, we, you know, we we don't do it, right? And so a lot of times, like, in the uh, consciousness world, like, a lot of my training was basically, like, looking at the things that attract you and and look for where like oh my god that person's so amazing generally that that energetically is pointing to aspects of you you haven't fully owned when you're admiring somebody i.e you spot it you got it mm-hmm. and the other side of it though is like if you're kind of neutral about somebody like probably there's not a lot of like what what i'm gonna call activation but we're gonna explain that way more in detail in the show later on but like Mm -hmm. if it's kind of neutral there's probably not a lot of activation there um Mm -hmm. and if you're like despise them you Mm -hmm. spot it you got it Mm -hmm. because that that reaction that not that reaction but that response that's it that has an intensity to it or like a feeling to it is an indication that there's something there for you one of the things may be disowned aspects so if you're admiring somebody the disowned aspect could be more like a gift or whatever if there's somebody you want to kill probably Mm -hmm. it's an aspect uh, or a shadow part that you haven't been willing to look at within yourself Mm -hmm. oh yeah so um i did it yeah i liked it i liked it babe that was really good so i'm and we're talking about this today because we like I've personally been experiencing this a lot lately, and Megan tends to um, create community wherever she goes. But she also um, she also brings people together that are very very different and that tend to actually be very triggering for each other. I remember this when I first came to Megan's life skills class. Um, there was like lawyers, and there was like you no know, uh, like very very woo woo people, um, and it's it, it it was really interesting being in that environment because I'd never been in a more diverse environment. And I remember at the time getting really, really triggered by a, a woman there who was actually a prostitute, that she'd actually go to the bunny ranch and talk about it. And um, I could not tell you how triggering that was for me. Um, and, um, and I would tend, and there was also another woman who would belch like, while she was processing energy or processing the clash, clash, she would just belch, like continuously belch. And I could not handle that either, right? And so I remember this has been a long time for me of being in your space and then being able to, or and then coming up against people that were super, super triggering for me. And in fact, some of your best friends that you still to this day consider your best friends have been people that have been very triggered by me and that I have been very triggered by, right? And so there is this Mm -hmm. tendency 
to like not just take it personally, but to actually like separate and create judgment. Like I was creating all kinds of judgment around, you know, this belcher and this prostitute in this class. And I literally didn't even want to go to the class sometimes because I didn't want to lean into what was coming up for me around that. Um, and so it, it really has taken me a lot of years to when that feeling, when that trigger happens, to actually see it as something to lean into. Um, and I would say that we see this a lot in just in communities, in uh, like work environments. Um, I would say that this is uh, almost like a, uh, just like a, part of the reason why I don't really spend a lot of time in groups because I don't like the politics. I don't like the gossip. I don't like the back talking. I don't like, you know, people being in little cliques with each other and excluding people and all this stuff. Um, and yet, you know, it, it it's just kind of, human nature to to do that right and so um so for me this is a very like um uh hot topic and um and especially right now i would say with conscious communities um because having been involved in access consciousness for a number of years right um i've i've been seeing a lot of that same kind of stuff of like energetically separating of people passing judgment, you know, me included. Um, and so every, so I've had a lot of practice with this of like really leaning into what's actually happening. And it was really fun just the other day, like last Wednesday, uh, I think it was, um, we were having what we call a transformation party at our house. So we have Jen and Sherry that come and do our transformation party with us. We're studying the gene keys right now. And Jen has been one of those people for me um, and, and her with me as well that we have like been, we've loved each other and hated each other. And she's one of Meg's closest friends. And, um, and it was so fascinating to really see it from like this activation standpoint of like there's so much similarity between us and what we're actually trying to do in the world um and in a lot of ways we're coming at our the same life's work the same purpose from different from different places you know and yet we've triggered each other so so much in the process and it's been so great over the last, I would say, like six months, leaning into what that really is for us. Both of us having that conversation, having clearing conversations, getting to a place of actual allowance and connection and love and, you know, and and being able to kind of lighten it up, you know, and really look at each other and be like, I'm owning my trigger. This is my judgment, I'm going to own it as mine and like having those clearing conversations um, so that we can be in the same space in an allowing love. And not only just that, but also really lean into what it is that that trigger is actually about and allowing our our beings and our bodies to really activate each other in the ways that I think was really truly intended. So I've I know I've gone on and on and on because I just got like all excited about that story. What do you like? What do you have to say about this? <laughs> um, I have so much to say because what I really believe is that I one of my capacities I would say is beyond community. It's communion, and mm -hmm. that 
Um, there's something about oneness and connection and uh, us all playing nice on planet Earth that I feel like I came to be. And so I feel like, you know, speaking of, you know, resisting and reacting, I've resisted and reacted to the fact that why is it that people in my world hate each other, fight each other, like, you know, like get so mad at each other. And again, like you said, I've always brought a very diverse group of people together. And so, you know, there's these personality things. The funny thing that I see is like, as, as it plays out, it's like, well, that's a mirror. You don't, you do know you do that too, right? <laughs> you know, um, but also this activation piece that we're talking about. And I, and I've been like, so like frustrated. And then like, for a minute, I was like, I'm not doing community anymore. Everybody just fights with each other, you know. And what I realized that I was resisting is that I'm communion. So, of course, I'm going to be attracting people that have wounds to heal, uh, implants with each other, in part because I believe that the conscious communities are here to change the world and we're stronger together can't do it on our own um there's just too much anti-consciousness on the planet for that and so it's and we've talked about this is that you know it, it, a really great example in history is scotland right scotland mm. like defeated themselves because of the clans and because of the them warring with each other so they weren't unified and so they were a target um, to be defeated easily because the clans were fighting each other. And I feel and I see that happening in every conscious world I've been part of. Access mm -hmm. consciousness, uh, the Hendrix, the Rapid Eye community, like, and I've been part of a lot. There is mm -hmm. always this, this, and in my communities, this backbiting, triangulating, well, I don't like so-and-so, well, I don't like, well, if she's coming, I'm not coming. Like, all of this stuff, and it's like, dudes, like, if you want to change the world, like, you got to, like, learn allowance for the people in your community, in your world, who are doing consciousness, too, who are, like, moving forward the energy of change, maybe not in a way you like, and this doesn't mean, like, we're going to talk more about this, but it doesn't mean you got to go to tea with them. It doesn't mean you got to be besties with them. But coming to this place of, like, true allowance, you know, like, in a way, like, you know, all right, maybe you like one of your pets more than another. But it's like you have allowance for the other pet. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not about like, you know, it's not about, like, oh, I prefer this person. Like, there's a lot of people in my communities that I, I don't necessarily spend personal time with. And it's just like, but I have allowance for them and I have love for them and I have, I see who they can be and I see their capacities and I be the space for them to be all they be, you know? And that's what I'm talking about. That's what we're talking about is like, can you see the, the strengths and the brilliant capacities and have allowance for what those things are that you might not agree with. And so what if you don't agree? <laughs> you know, thank God, like, we're different. Thank God we each have different energies to bring. Thank God you don't have to bring that energy. Like, there is a person 
in my uh, genius community, and I swear she triggered every single person in the community, except for me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was funny because I was like, oh, my gosh, she must be a plant, you know, <laughs> like because mm-hmm. people like come to me and like pulling their hair out about her, you know, and I'd be like, hey, like what's it bringing up for you, you know, like and it, but it's like she'd come to me and she goes, how is I trigger every single person? <laughs> and I was like, I think you're a plant, love. And she goes, what's that mean? And I'm like, I feel like you activate people to things, to, to look at things in themselves, to look at shadows in themselves that they don't want to see. And mm-hmm. and so I feel like that's really what's happening when we have that <clears throat> with somebody is they're activating an aspect that we don't want to see. And it may not be the same thing. Like, I, I feel like that got taken too far, right? It's like, well, I get mad. I'm judging a child molester. Does that mean I'm a child molester? No. <laughs> you know, like, but it's like, what actually is it that is, um, what is the energy that's coming up? What is activating? What is it? bringing up inside of you because the truth is is we've all been and done everything i mean we've had about five billion lifetimes right and we've all been and done everything and so in in our work that we're going to be talking about in a little bit we've been playing in this world um there's this amazing book that we've been studying called the gene keys and it talks about Mm -hmm. how every every capacity every gene um has a shadow a gift and a highest expression. And if we cannot have allowance for the shadow and like integrate it in a in a in a way that's like embracing, then we'll act stuck in our shadow and we'll never activate the capacity within that potentiality, right? And so what what we've been experiencing and what we've been seeing is that part of what triggers us about certain people is that they have what we call activation codes and that they're mm-hmm. activating certain things for us that we don't want to look at. But if we'd actually mm-hmm. just embrace it and and like, oh, cool. Like this is like, this feels yucky. Awesome. There's something that is here for me to embrace within myself. Because it's like, it's not really as much about embracing them as embracing what it brought up for you. And actually the key to shifting into allowance with others is to actually see what that's bringing up for you. Yeah. I, so and I've so my... kind of, yeah. So kind of back to my original story about life skills and, and being triggered by this prostitute and by this belcher, right? Um, like what I really leaned into is that I really had grown up in the Mormon church and I had so many constructs around my own sexuality that I could not lean into freedom around sexuality. And so she was this expression of freedom. She was in an open relationship. Um, She would go to the bunny ranch. You know, I mean, she had, she was very, very much exploring her sexuality and her lines in a very conscious way. And I had never actually chosen that for myself and wanted to. And so it was really through leaning into what that was for me that I started my own path to being way more free with my own sexual expression, my own sexuality. Um, And similarly, like with the Belter, I just thought she was so weird, right? That she was like on the 
the fringe of society. And I was so afraid of me being that too, that if I my weird, then I would not be accepted, that I would be judged, that I would be ostracized. Um, and so she was, she was bringing up a shadow part for me around that, you know, around my own inserting my own fear of, of, of embracing what my weird might look like, right? So it was really powerful for me to lean into those places. Um, and we're going to talk way more about this, but we got to go on break. So you're listening to Love and All Things Weird, and we'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about triggering people. <laughs> Those people that make you crazy, that you're that you get all judgy about and separate from, um, and how if you if we're if we're calling ourselves a conscious creator and if we're saying that we're here to change the planet, how is it going to work if we're all separated as conscious? Um, as, you know, if, if the conscious people are doing a lot of infighting, you know, like really the world is doomed in a way. So, I mean, Scotland went down because of the the factions, right? Because of infighting. Um, that's why England prevailed, you know, and I really feel like a lot of times the anti-conscious energies, um, they whisper in our ears and they say, hey, fight, you know, like um, get triggered separate from that other person, you know, be in competition with that other, um, that other conscious creator. And, um, and, you know, I'm a voice and Megan's a voice for, for doing it completely differently and for really tuning in and leaning into those, those 
wonderings like, what does this have to do with you? I, I have to tell you that this is an ongoing thing. I mean, even in the last few weeks, I've had two clearing conversations um, with people who who have who are really, really, really triggering for me and who are who I was definitely separating from and creating a lot of judgment around. And I know that there's a lot of people in the community and a lot, especially when Megan and I got together, a lot of people that were very, very triggered by me. You know, I tend to kind of people kind of either love me or hate me, honestly. And I feel like I'm an energy of like I bring up people's incongruity and so they and they're they're kind of their lies to themselves in a lot of ways. And so that's awesome with my clients, but when it comes to like community, it can feel really intense. You know, people can um really get triggered by me too. And so there's also been this part for me of like me not taking it personally um, either, like when people separate from me, you know, like me leaning into what that is about me and letting it be, you know, and also doing my best to be integrous and to lean into when I'm separating um, and um, and having those conversations, you know, like literally texting and saying, hey, I really want a clearing conversation because I don't know that I'd be in the same space as you and not have a lot of judgment. And I don't want to have that. I don't want to have that experience. Um, and so, so it's really, really up for me. And I would say it's really, really up for you, Megan, as far as being kind of the 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 one that kind of gets caught in the middle between fighting factions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's kind of back to what we talked about. Like you said, you can't even take it personally, like, that they're separating because you could do that, right? It's like, well, who are you to judge me? F you, right? <laughs> Instead of going, okay, cool. Like, what's this bringing up for me? Like, is it bringing up rejection? Is it, what is it activating that we, that, that you desire to come to terms with? that if you came to terms with it would take you into the gift, would take you into the highest expression of of whatever that is. So it's like, you know, like for me, like, you know, rejection is kind of a big thing. And so anytime that energy is is coming forward, for me, like I know that there's like uh there's like communion on the other side. There's like healing on the other side, right? And so, and this is something that I, you know, I try to live and I, I, um, easier said than done, but it's like, a, I guess it's a practice, right? And I say this to my clients all the time, which is get more interested in what it's bringing up for you than in what you think they're doing to you. Get more in, get more curious. Put your curiosity on your reaction to what's occurring instead of your definition or your projection of what they're quote doing or undoing to you, doing or not doing to you. And it's like, um, and that's really it's it's really about placing curiosity, and that's a tool that I would share. Um, to, if you if you feel called to communion energy, if you feel called to 
Like, if you really get what we're talking about, it's like, yeah, like, if we're fighting each other, how the hell are we going to change the world, right? Mm-hmm. Is like, the, the number one tool you could implement, at least to start, that's so simple, is get curious. Huh, why do I hate them so much? <laughs> why do I want to punch Joe every time I see him? You know, like, that's kind of a big reaction for someone that actually hasn't done that much to me personally. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's the allowance starts with curiosity and non-judgmental curiosity. Hmm. Look at me. <laughs> and that's the other thing, right? Is that as conscious people, we don't want to be judgers. So we'll suppress mm-hmm. our judgment, right? And we'll go, oh, I'm fine with them. I don't have anything on them. And like, there's all this energy seeping out our eyeballs, you know, and it's like, because we don't even want to own that we have judgment. But actually, if you look at it, you're creating separation and you're, and you're projecting and you're projecting anxiety, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not, and back to the whole gene keys thing, like where, what shadow is that bringing up for you? And how could you be lean into that and be an allowance and see if it could actually activate your gift? It could activate your essence, you know, Um, and like that's been what's been so powerful um, for us, like a new language around, um, you know, around people and what what's actually happening in that communion space. Um, And it's it's been really what I've found is that I have always um, considered like myself, like that I didn't belong, that I didn't belong on earth, that I didn't belong in these groups, you know, and I would repeat that story, like by being, you know, judged by community when Megan and I first got together and, um, you know, all kinds of stuff, right? Like I would, I would keep that story alive um, and that's the, that's a shadow shadow gene key for me. That's actually a shadow part of me. What's what's actually true and what's on the other side of that is the the true amount of love that I have and communion that I have and the open that I actually have for for everybody. Like part of my life's work is bringing the darkness to the light. Uh, is being able to actually be with people in the darkest um, places and in the places and um, things that they've done and chosen that they judge themselves the most and not having any judgment there. So that's actually my true gift and my true essence. But I've had to really um, work through a lot of the shadow in order to get to that gift, in order to get get to that essence. Um, and every bit of it, every conversation, every leaning in, every moment that I was in curiosity instead of victim mentality um, has been beneficial. And, you know, I would say that, like, there's also almost like a collective energy that sometimes uh, as an empathic um, person, you know, there's almost like a collective energy of, of victimhood that, that, I, that sometimes I run. Like, for example, in the political arena with the Me Too stuff and the, the whole, the hearings, right, um, around, you know, the sexual assault and all of that kind of stuff, there's a collective energy of being triggered and being in kind of this kind of victim energy which you know like of course live that should be really like addressed it's not like i'm saying that you know 
uh, I mean, I, I've, I've, was sexually abused as well. So it's like that's all a process for me of leaning into that and leaning into that collective energy even and finding my power through it, find my ability to get to the other side of like true, true communion and true allowance for all, you know, and, um, and I think as, as conscious people and as empathic people that that sometimes is really hard. We like taken down we get like uh, we're drowning in that energy um, and we're we can't find our way into our power. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that there's here's another little lens on it. Like I also wonder because I've always been kind of shocked in a way at in some ways how much more sort of uh, clicky high schooly subconscious communities are than even like in the other world you know what I mean and it's like I've always thought that was so weird and I think it's that thing you're speaking to if of like being empathic and I think sometimes Mm -hmm. we pick up people's judgments of themselves and then we Mm -hmm. judge that in them because we're picking up Mm -hmm. their judgment we think it's our judgment of them and I think that it's something that um it's something that I've talked about or known, but I haven't with regards, I haven't like put these two things together um, in this, in looking at, and, and, you know, you know, Suzanne, I've been asking a lot of questions because it makes me so sad. Like, there's like this deep grief that I have about people like judging and separating in conscious communities. And, um, this is an, a piece that I haven't seen before is like how much of our judgments are actually us picking up their judgments of them and mm-hmm. <laughs> playing it out that way. And that maybe our sensitivity is something we're unconsciously using against ourselves with regards to communion and how, <laughs> and as luck would have it, I didn't plan it this way, but we, <laughs> we have a, a, we have put together um, uh, a, a call series that we did at the beginning of the year. We're just launching it on our website, the Weird Academy, and it's called the Rise of the Empath. And we're doing a flash sale right now. Like you probably mm-hmm. could speak to it better because you're detail girl, but like I just want to pop not out of our conversation, but it's relevant to the conversation to tell people about that because it was like $125 and now it's like 47 and it has more stuff than the original did. What do you want to say about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited about it. I talked about it last week that we were going to get this product ready to go. And, um, and I love this um, video. We did, we did it live initially in March and um, now we brought it all together in this ostrich on our weirdacademy.com. And it's called Rise of the Empath. It's a three-part video series where we really take a look at, um, you know, at those of us who have a lot of empathy, but we get taken down by the energy, you know, like we get um, stuck in the collective soup 
Um, and we like run other people's energies and other people's judgments like Megan was just talking about. And we literally take ourselves out of our own lives. A lot of times we run our family members or our kids energy um, and we don't even know where we end and they begin. Um, and so a lot of people run that are depressed, that have depression, that are super anxious um, or that, you know, like like also people that have a lot of kind of health stuff with their bodies, um, especially immune disorders and stuff like that. What I find in my work is that these people are the empaths. But then instead of using that um, empathic as a power, they're using it as a curse. And so we talk so much about that um, in the rise of the empath. And we wanted to offer that up to people um, normally, I think originally it was 125 and then we added a whole bunch of stuff to it. The regular price is 147 now, but we're giving you guys a, a special deal. It's like a flash sell for the next three days where you get it for $47. It's only $47. So um, that's $100 off. Um, and we've put the link in the chat room. Um, and the actual coupon that you use is you just, it, when you're, um, you put M. E-M-A-T-H in capital letters, and then you can get the $100 off. So if this is something that you uh, relate to, that you resonate with, this idea of running other people's energies um, and, and, and also like the collective energy that's happening in our world, um, then this might be an awesome product for you to pick up, especially with it being at the $47 um, price. It will end on Friday. Um, and it's, uh, for those of you who are listening in the future, it's on the replay page, the link. Um, you just have to click and, um, buy it before October 13th. And the coupon code again is empath. Um, but I, we, there's so many tools, um, for, um, uh, for clearing around this. We have visualizations, we have, um, clearing loops, um, Megan does her molecular infusion, um, in the video series. We talk about, uh, the those of us who have um, connections to elementals, fairies, dragons, that kind of stuff. I mean, it really is a really powerful video series. It's been fun to put it together and um, get it on Weird Academy. So <sighs> that's what I want to say about that. I would I would also add that there are three calls. I think they were like 90 minutes or close to 90 minutes, and we have clearing loops from each call. Um, like that's uh, a, like Su in Suzanne's voice uh, running all the clearings from all the calls. Um, mm -hmm. One of uh, uh, we have um, clips of visualizations that are pulled out so they can just listen to those. Like it's really an extensive product for forty seven dollars. Like uh, it. In fact, me who's always giving away the farm. I balked at Suzanne's wanting to put it out for $47. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so uh, where we found our and, as we always look for our and, is uh, that we, that price will be available until um, Friday the 13th of October. Boo! Scary. <laughs> so, <laughs> yay! Um, looks like it's about time for another break, though. And we will be back mm. talking about communion uh, right after the break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you 
looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We're talking about, well, we were just talking about being an empath and the energies that we're running and, and a lot about the judgments that we're picking up on from other people that create so much separation. And I would just, you know, ask you all, like, really, even if it's this place of like, well, I don't really do that, you know, I mean, sometimes judgments can and separation can be really subtle and I would ask you to take a look, take an inventory and see, you know, are there people in your world that you're not like 100% receiving, you know, like the mother-in-law or, you know, your your friend that you're not in contact with anymore. Like where are the places that you're separating and, and lean into those, into to what's in the way, you know, the judgments or the separation that's in the way and really um, connect into what you could do, what you could choose to be in more communion with yourself, but also with, um, you know, what that is trying to teach you and trying to lead you to. So that's my big ask. And, you know, as I, as I said at the beginning, this is something that I'm really actively in the process of because I know that the more I do it, the more communion that I'm in, the more love and allowance that I have, like the, the happier that I am and actually the more abundant in all ways that I am. Um, so, so, and we also, I also wanted to, um, in the chat room, <laughs> Um, of course, we have the party behind the party, and um, Marion just asked, hey, is everyone coming to the luau tonight? Um, and so I wanted to um, bring that up because, you know, in literally like less than a month, we're all 
anybody who's anybody <laughs> is going to be in Maui um, for Lit Magic and then for the advanced program, um, Magic Makers. And uh, and so tonight, Megan's doing a free um, telecall. Um, and what are you calling it? It's it's um, It's a luau, but I don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> How is? Of course, you don't know what I'm doing. Yes, I. You, well, you do know what I'm doing. So, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So, aloha, mahalo, aloha. So, you know what I was thinking? This is so interesting because it it really is relevant to our topic yet again. That um. So I'm doing Live Your Magic Maui in November. And it's uh, basically I'm doing um, uh, my my Live Your Magic event and followed by what I'm calling Magic Makers, which is for grads. And it's a leadership program to uh, for the leaders of magic on the planet. And it's going beyond living your magic to leading with your magic. And um, and so I there's something really powerful for me about the islands. And from the first second I stepped off the plane 20 some years ago um in Hawaii I was like I'm home and I don't know I don't know all of what that means for me but I know that there is healing that happens for me and magic that happens for me from that land and from that space and and you know uh I started to think about the possibilities of doing a retreat there some quote unquote someday and when when Maui first appeared as a potential location for Live Your Magic, I actually hadn't remembered this that I had that out many many years ago because of the healing power of that land. And so um, I wanted to create uh, an energy to kind of get the party started and 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 let people know um, about the land, about the magic of it, to be able to tap it. And whether you're looking at coming to Maui or not, I want to give you a feeling of the magic that is there. And it was funny because I was like, well, how could I do that? And I'm like, it's me. So I'm thinking, let's have a party. And so I was like, but let's have a Hawaiian party. Well, what's that? Well, it's a luau. So I looked up the meaning of luau. And you know what it's Mm -hmm. all about? Because it used to be that um, in Hawaii, all of the kings, uh, would eat separately from the people, and the men had to eat separate from the women. The women could not eat the men's presence. And so there was all this separation. Um, and then this king came in, Kui Lui Hui Kui, and that's his, his official name. And he basically said, screw that. We're all eating together. We're all coming together. Why are we doing separation? And so a luau is a celebration of coming out of separation which I think is really freaking cool based on our topic right now. And so, um, like, and and also within Hawaii that that separation energy is really strong too, like the the Haoles and the, and the Polynesians and the natives, and there's all this energy of that in the most magical land ever. And so, like, mm-hmm. really, like, for me, like activating communion uh, in ourselves and in the land. And it's just like, I just feel like it has the potential to literally shift something on the planet. And I just wanted to invite everybody 
in a really fun, playful way to come together in communion. It's tonight at 6 uh, p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, bring a cocktail uh, because I do these really awesome magical infusions. I use my molecular infusion to infuse drinks. And if um, uh, if you've been around me, or I've actually done it on a live before uh, where I've done a, an infusion on a drink, but I will be infusing all your drinks with all of the energy of the things that are, you're asking for and you're asking to come in uh, uh, to your world. And by infusing the drinks and then you put it in your body, you create a different molecular organization that opens space. It's super, super cool. So I do uh, uh, Luau's Megan style. So that's, <laughs> that's how I'm doing the Luau tonight. Um, I'm going to put the link in the uh, chat room and then again on our Facebook page, uh, Weird on the Air, um, and on my personal Facebook page. You have to search to be able to get the link. The good news is if you can't make it live, if you've registered, you will replay. So aloha, mahalo. We're going to have a party. It's quite possible I will be in some kind of costume, and I would invite others to do the same. And I, I want to really come together in communion and tap the magic that we all are and to open the space of magic for ourselves, for the planet. Um, and I will be giving you a little bit of information about the Malians and um, how it might be more possible than you think. And, and maybe you could tap the magic and come play with Maui. Yes, because there's actually yeah. some really awesome lights to Maui, surprisingly so, um, you know, because it's peak season in November to go to Maui, but, like, I got my ticket from Salt Lake City to Maui for, like, less than $400, um, and so it's actually a lot more doable. Um, there's already, like, lodging at the Sheraton that's available for the event. You get a discount when you talk about Live Your Magic, um, and so it's actually really... For those of you who have been watching this, it's actually a lot more doable than maybe you think. And we actually have, you have a concierge, like Shakti, who's the host. She's helping people find the best um, flights and stuff. So she is like taking it on um, to personally get the best deals for you and it'll help you. So for those of you who are, have, who like it just feels overwhelming to try to find that kind of stuff. She will help you with that. Um, and so all those details will be um, talked about in the luau. And you know it's going to be a party tonight, right? Like, because we're going to be dressed up. We're going to have drinks. Um, and, of course, Megan can't help but teach, you know, and talk and do content because it kind of just comes through her no matter where she's at, whether she's on a beach or, um, you know, wherever she's at content comes out of her and so you probably learn something too and get infused with awesome awesome energy so um it's going to blast i'm super super excited so because it's super cold and rainy here in salt lake city so i'm like so ready for luau <laughs> i'm ready for maui <laughs> aloha mahalo yes uh we're calling shock tv flying carpet concert she's literally help like four people who really didn't think it could be possible to get there. And I'm just, she's just magic that way. She just will not stand for any of our limitations, including my own. <laughs> she's a bulldozer of limitations of this reality, I have to say. So anyway, um, 
please, please join us uh, if you're uh, listening to this. Um, so I uh, I want to kind of come back to to our topic because I think there's this this place that I I don't know if it's like an energy and infusion or something that wants to happen around this, but I really would like us to really look and and I'd like to ask some questions about like you know are you um, is there a is there an energy of communion of you uh, that you have to bring the planet that is asking to be brought forward and is are there shadows that you haven't been willing to look at that you just um, create separation from the people that bring those up instead of actually looking at the energy and what that's asking you to embrace so that we can come together and you know um, I I get that there are ways in which we have been, I don't know, the, the word implant um, comes to mind uh, for lifetimes of like the, the magic. Those of us are here to change reality. Like there's been a way that we have like kept our potency low so that we cannot actually transcend what we came here to transcend so everything that is everything i don't have words for everywhere that you've been holding separation as a way to manage the miracle that we can all be together can we uncreate and destroy that yes right wrong good bad pop pop on my boy shorts and beyond what do you want to add to that baby i've given you 20 seconds Yes, um, what energy, space, and consciousness can we all be to be the bringers of light and the bringers of communion to this reality, to this world, um, and what else is possible? Please join us in this. Bye for now. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.